Geekscapists, welcome to a brand new Geekscape podcast, and this one's a special, so if you have not seen Avengers Infinity War, that's all we're going to be talking about on this one. Go back through the feed and check something else out. We've had some great episodes. Independence Day producer Dean Devlin was on the show a few episodes ago. I had the Sklar brothers, who are hilarious. Dan Fogler from Fantastic Beasts. That's all within the last week, so you spoiled, spoiled Geekscapists. I can't even say welcome to this week's show anymore because we're putting up regular content several times a week and I'm Jonathan London. I love doing this obviously because I've been doing it for so long and it all started with sitting down with the man who's across from me. He is my guest on all of these specials, Mr. Ian Kerner, uh, who I started all of these podcasts with way back when. Uh, It's a long time ago. Dude, it's a long time. It's a long time, um, but you know what? We, we've we've been around longer than the MCU. That's right. We have. <laughs> Again, I want to warn you guys. Ian and I get super into depth and spoilerific on these episodes. So hey, it's if been a week this time. It's plenty of time it, people have seen the movie. You guys have had a week. Shame on you. We waited about as long as our scheduling could permit yeah. to sit down and talk about uh, Infinity War. So we both had time to see it twice. We both had time to see it twice, and I really only needed 24 hours for that time. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to go right back in. <laughs> so I think we've basically answered the question of whether or not we liked the movie. Uh, I, it's very rare for me to see a movie twice. Same. It's really rare. It's really rare for me to see the movie, see a movie, and then immediately want to walk back into the theater and watch it again. And I'm likely to go again. I was thinking about using my movie pass on a nice little casual 2D screening of this movie yet yeah. again. Um, because I loved it. You saw it in 3D? I saw it in 2D and 3D. Okay. The first time I saw it was in 2D, and that was just to get it out of the system, because I, a part of me had an open day, I wasn't feeling great, I was like, you know what, dude, you need to lift the spirits, and then, you know, I knew I had tickets later that night for, like, 3D, IMAX, bells and whistles. Did you think it added anything to it? Um, yeah, well, narratively, I think that this movie, and dramatically, I think that this movie is fantastic. I think that, um, that so, so already, the, the strength of this movie is the story and, yeah. and the execution. The visual element of it, that 3D adds, is just spectacle. So I don't, I don't think it added too much. My concern is, A, I, d- I don't really like 3D personally, so unless something's shot in 3D, you, although the conversions have gotten better... I tend to avoid them. Also, I find, particularly with the conversions, that in a heavy VFX movie, the 3D takes me out a little bit because I just think it becomes the the yeah. VFX become that much more obvious. The CGI is way more obvious to me in 3D. Well, this entire movie was shot in IMAX. I know, and I but not in 3D. loved that element of it. I love the scope of it, but right. you know what? Again, going back to the story, you're going to get the scope regardless. Oh yeah, and I think just getting into it now, Geekscapists, what amazed me the most was the economy of the storytelling on this. How much they packed into this movie that continues to move at a clip. I thought, going into this movie, Ian and I were discussing just before we started recording that I wasn't entirely looking forward to this. I thought it was going to feel burdensome. I thought it was going to feel long. I felt like it was going to feel like things were going to kind of be shoved into place. I think that this movie was so smooth well, it's amazing. It's, it's over two and a half hours. There's never a lull. I'm just clipping through it. And if there was, where you put a lull, they're putting some really great humor. I saw a friend critique it as two and a half hours of meat cutes, which I think is 
so off. <laughs> like that is not even close. I don't think that's remotely that's, true. That's ju- that just that's sounds like cutes. that just sounds I mean, like trolling. Yeah. And you're like sitting here thinking, no, no, no. Meet cutes would be if you don't get resolutions to stories. Right. Here you get massive resolutions to a lot of stories. You get. It character. starts with a resolution yes. of a story. And, and you get character and you know and story development for every single one of the franchises. Because you know, you worry, you see this movie and everything coming together and it's gonna feel disjointed. Well yes. Yeah, yeah, except Ant Man. Granted. And and Argument Hawkeye too, but but yeah, it's coming. I know. You know, and, and, and it had to be that way. Um, you know, so you, you know, have to hold him out of this movie so you can do the famous Avengers cover shot of Hawkeye with Ant Man on the tip of his arrow. Yes. Doing some shit, which I'm guessing is coming in the next Avengers movie. Yes, when hopes. Yes. That was... Um, what issue was that? 20, I think, or 219. Or Ant-Man's on the front of the, of yeah, the arrow. Right before that, because were those... Because 222's the big membership drive cover, and you had the two-issue the, the two Moondragon story right before that. Yeah, because it's them, it's them against Taskmaster. Okay. Yeah, it's so just a famous cover of Hawkeye yeah, pulling yeah. back, white cover, Hawkeye pull back, Ant Man on the arrow tip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, man, if we see that, I'm gonna go fucking bonkers. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And I just went bonkers twice this weekend. Yes. Well, so we weren't uh, talking about your personal life. Yeah. yeah. Well, let's talk about this. Um, shit, man. Where do you want to start? Um, well, we could start at the beginning. You know. So let's just act like this. Um, Interesting choice to not show Thanos collecting every single stone. They just jumped over uh, Xandar. But I think ultimately in the scheme of things and and kind of the movie, I I haven't heard that they actually shot that. But I guess you don't really need it because it's not any main characters involved, right? Right. And it's not going to feel like tragedy as much as it's going to feel like spectacle. And this definitely started with some pretty intense tragedy. Right. We knew that those Asgardians were fucked in the post credit scene um, where... uh, they're they're just that that ship of surviving as guardians from Thor Ragnarok is up against right. The, no, so we see the, the resurrection too, and, and the we ascension, yeah, the ascension. yeah. And you're like, fuck, they just escaped the destruction of Ragnarok uh, 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 to go headfirst yeah. into Thanos. Yeah, it's just this sucks. They're, they're just done there. But you know what's interesting about that when you think about it is that really actually makes it fully Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. Like in 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 the scheme of what Ragnarok's supposed to be, they shouldn't escape. Well, half the Asgardians did, and that's I mean, that's something that's been clarified because, since. Yes. Well, because Thanos says leaves, he half, yeah, and he leaves half of the population, right? So, and it has been established from the from the creatives that there were some life pods that got out, and Valkyrie was on it, yeah, but they refused to say Quark's fate. How dare you? And I really care about Miak as well. Yes. <laughs> so. Um, you get this scene, and Loki does his thing, and he's got great wit. Thor is just inconsequential. He's just there to witness this, and it's horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, love Br- Bruce Banner and the Hulk just getting taken apart, like, physically, toe-to-toe. Yeah, so, they, so, it's not so, even close. So, so let's talk about the Asgardians first. Yeah. So I feel like Loki's arc's done. You yeah. know, Loki is fully redeemed. He has his moment. You think he's falling back on Loki, and he's going to double-cross four, and then you see he gives him the look, he has the blade, and he tries to kill Thanos, you know? And it's fully like Loki's now come full circle. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, excuse me, he's done the 180. He's yeah. had his character development. It's not really full circle. Um, and, you know, we're going to discuss all the deaths 
and what what's, what uh, we think will go on in, in the next movie. But I don't think I don't think you go and, and change that. I don't I think, you don't think Loki and Heimdall stay dead. Uh, yeah, Tom Hiddleston's Loki. Yeah, but you may get a Loki with a gender bend or some other way that it's been reinterpreted in the comics. Yes, yes, they they, 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 they they may do something, some form of resurrection down the line. Loki is a crow. But, Loki but, is anything. But, but but that that is to say, if they were to do something like that, I mean that that begs the question, and we'll I think we'll get deeper into that when we talk about the entire cast um, about uh, Hemsworth as well. Right. You know? So, like, so, Tom Hiddleston's Loki yeah. is maybe done here. Yeah. Well, the point is that, you know, Ragnarok in Norse mythology is supposed to be the end of the Norse gods. But, you know, a, a few years back uh, in the Marvel comics, you know, they sort of acknowledged this. Hey, we've done Ragnarok over and over and over again. So they just acknowledge that there's this cycle of, of death and rebirth within it. And, and they used that to kind of relaunch. And there was a period where they actually had Loki, you know, gender bend, as you said. Mm-hmm. You're coming off of that. Um, this idea that so it's actually built into the Marvel comics that they could theoretically do anything they want. It's very easy to recast the Asgardians and redo that. Whether we need, I mean, the Thor movies I think have just continued to get better and better. And Thor one, two, what's that? Thor two is better than Thor one in your opinion. Um, you know, I'm actually due to rewatch Thor two, but at the time, Ooh, uh, I, is it on I your schedule? It's on your calendar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm rewatching with 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 my fiance's eight. Oh, so. right, right, um, right. So, at the time, I felt that way. I'm, I'm remains to be seen in the near future how I feel these days. Yeah. But but I mean Ragnarok, we you know I think it's we awesome. all love. It's a rock and roll um, concert. And, and you know, and one of the things about this movie that I've heard certain complaints about not enough of certain characters, and my my gut on that is well, it's a big giant movie, so you're certainly going to see um, a lot of characters not get a lot of attention it sort of surprised me just how much thor gets yeah in the sense of that you know thor just had a movie mm-hmm. you know and yet this perfect not only picks up from that but we get even some some more um development but who else thor. is gonna fight him no absolutely absolutely i actually i love this movie and you know as we typically do you know we're, we're always you know we're, we're gonna we're gonna quibble we're gonna dissect this is what we do um, I do have a couple of little things, um, Thor specific. Good because I'm about to finish this podcast in ten minutes. I loved it. <laughs> so okay. like I don't right. have a well, whole. No, lot. we were planning to say. All right. So okay. here's the thing. In Ragnarok, I thought the whole point at the end of Ragnarok is he didn't need the hammer and the powers with him. And at the end of Ragnarok, he's flying around and throwing the lightning right. and all that. And then it seemed like in this movie, oh, we needed the hammer again. Uh, well, he needed Stormbreaker for, for sure to kill Thanos. I that is the weapon to kill things. I understand the idea that, oh, because it, it's a problem. But, but really, didn't it seem like it took, like, like Thor's dying, and then you have the hammer, and the hammer, like, woke him up? Thor so took it, a son on. He took on the power yeah, of a I, son. I got that. I got that. But it just wasn't clear to me what was the hammer doing. It seemed like it was, once again, focusing his power. Well, it's magic. Which he supposedly yeah, yeah. didn't need anymore at the end of Ragnarok. Well, he, in that scene specifically, he's get, he just got fried by a son. Right. And it's insane. One of the characters took a sun, and a couple other characters take a moon. I think it's great. Okay. <laughs> but that, that that sequence, Thor just took on the power of a sun, and he's yeah. fucking dying. It's a neutron star, wasn't it? But, like, or the yeah. neutron star, whatever it is. And now all this magic has getting, got placed into Stormbreaker. Mm-hmm. And at that point, yeah, he does need it. Okay. I mean, I think after taking on the sun, Thor's, Thor's taken a few 
few hits. He's taken a few steps back. Yeah, yeah. And, granted, granted. And he probably needs Stormbreaker then. Okay. And that Thanos. is the weapon that was there to design. Thanos. It was designed to kill I, Thanos. I have to say, um, loved the whole thing with the eye. I mean, of course, you'd be going into this movie and Thor's missing an eye. Like, are they going to tell the Odin? And of course, you know, it came up with a brilliant and such a funny way to give Chris Hemsworth back an eye. Yeah, you the know? eye from Guardians 1. It, I mean, it was just... I, I Honestly, I was like, why did I not see that coming? And they've got the contact. It's a brown eye. Yeah. He's yeah. got a... In the brown eye was... I mean, Rocket hit it in his butt. Yeah. The implication is he hid the brown eye in his brown Right, eye. all this time he's it's had it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yes, um, beyond hysterical. Yeah, um, and now he put it. In, he's like, I want to wash that. Yeah. And Thor just place place it in his head, and he and they, they're very careful with the look of his eye from the rest of the movie. He is he has a blue eye and a, and a brown eye. Yeah. Um, whether or not that gets magicked away or not, but Chris Helmsworth is one of the actors who's been vocal about wanting to continue to do Thor movies. He has fun doing them. Um, other characters haven't. We can obviously talk about them, but Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. He's the first de- real death that we see. Right. What What do you think the status is there? I mean, my feeling is, as we said, I, 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 th- I think Loki's now been in, what, five movies? If that, if not more. Yeah. You know? Um, do we need more Loki? No, I, I mean, there's a, there's a villain that pops up in this movie that I've lost my shit over because I've been wanting to see him since Captain America 1. Mm-hmm. In that... We're jumping ahead? Well, I mean, let's jump ahead because okay. I did not think so, he was in that movie because the actor did neither not I. play him, but you think death is going to be waiting for them on Vormir. And, 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 and they did they visual, totally visually look just like, like that. Death is going to come out, yeah. and then when that pulls back and you see that it's the red skull, and, and, and it's I so lost clever because even just visually, the idea that, I mean, he, he basically looks just like death except red. Yeah. So it's like they, they literally pulled. For those of your listeners that don't know, in the comics, the personification of death, Thanos is actually in love, in love with. with. Yeah, um, and it, it's and he's doing because, all this for death, right? In the comics, to like impress her, like on a date, right? Yeah, exactly. Like so, literally, death has actually been anthropomorphized, and and Thanos views her, and and finally, recently, they did a miniseries where it actually seemed like it wasn't so one sided that she'd actually appear to him. And seduced him, right? But because for the longest time it was like she wouldn't talk to him, but she would just be there all the time, looking on and just showing her disfavor. And it was always, you know, what what can I do if it's never enough, right? You know. But uh, yes, yeah, so th- this has been thin. Also in the comics, they pushed it to a point where she actually loves Deadpool, and it's a whole thing. But um, but anyway, so yes, yeah, so, so when we get to that point in the movie, and visually you see that, and it's like it's. For comics fans, you know, it's so on the nose, and yet it's been built into these movies ever since Captain America, the first Avenger, that, well, the Red Skull didn't get disintegrated. The Tesseract is the space stone. We knew it opened a portal. He went somewhere. We've all been wondering, you know? And and I think that we kept thinking, kept thinking, and we stopped asking. And he's one of the greatest Marvel villains. Yeah. He's the greatest Captain America yeah, villain. Yeah, And... I am in love with that character and how smart to have that bait and switch. It was just absolutely brilliant. I went nuts. That was one of my now, favorite moments of the movie. Now, now and, and speaking of the whole vision of and the aspect of death thing, the other place that they did a, a different little twist was at the end with the little girl Gamora. Because mm-hmm. again, because Gamora is seemingly dead, all right, 
that's not Gamora talking to him. So say again. What's that? Tell me again. The, so the at the end, when, when, after he's done everything. And he's sitting on the farm yeah. watching the beaten field. And he has the, the, the vision of the little girl Gamora. Mm-hmm. And, but that's not Gamora. That's not a memory? No, it's not a memory. It's, it's, did you, she's asking him, did he you yeah. know, do what he needed to do, all yeah. that. It's not a memory. Or it's not a hallucination. It, 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 maybe it's an hallucination. I felt like it's a little bit of a nudge or a nod to how death appears. Because death appears however she wants right. in the Marvel Universe. You know, she's taking other forms. So you think that that might be death saying, are you satisfied now? Yeah, like, you know, right now in the Ben Riley Scarlet Spider, she's, you know, it's Marla. Okay. Marla Chandler, you know, Jones, whatever. So, you know, like, yeah, it's... So, well... I just think it's a little bit of a nod. I think it really is meant to be more of an hallucination because yeah. this is, you know, what, we, what he gave up. So, 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 Gamora, so, all right, I, I, let me say a general thing right now about the deaths of the movie. Um, again, getting to spoiler and, you know, at, at this point... Too late it, for that. No, but spoilers, even of, of comics, and now, now we're going to get into speculation on what happens beyond this movie, the next movie. In the comic books... If the Infinity Gauntlet, Thanos has it. You know, it's reversed. But here's the thing about this movie. It's completely reversed. It's like completely reversed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, but the deaths before are from him snapping his fingers. This movie has deaths other than that. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think clearly, well, although I, I was about to say clearly certain deaths are going are to be changed because, you know, like Black Panther, Spider-Man. But I have to say that the Russo brothers said that this happened. Now, they could be playing a certain way, because here's the thing. It's not going to be, or I don't think it's going to be, hey, this didn't happen, I'll move it happen. That's not what it's going to be. They can be brought back, which doesn't mean they weren't dead for that period. Right. So they're going to be augmented. That, I'm not even saying augmented. I'm just saying that just because what he's done is reversed doesn't mean it didn't happen. They're not on a scroll ship somewhere? Half mm-hmm. of them? No, this is not Secret <laughs> Invasion. Um, but even assuming that is what happens, I think things like the Asgardians that died, that happened. Yeah, I don't see that the, doesn't I don't see the entire that. pantheon of Asgardians coming back. No. If anything, All we people, never saw Sif die in right. any of these movies. Right, well, she's busy doing blind spot. Yeah, so, so Sif is still around there somewhere. Obviously, Valkyrie's right. around there. Well, she wasn't in Ragnarok. Yeah, so. we may see, obviously, Valkyrie's somewhere. We may see some iteration of Loki, maybe not Tom Hiddleston Loki, but later. I'm just talking for the next ten years. Yeah, we're clearly going to see another Spider-Man and Black Panther played by the same actors, right? Because those franchises are booming, right? And Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange, Guardians is huge. Yeah, so I want to discuss Guardians because I came out of the movie and I kept going back and forth about Gamora. Um, because I was like, you know, can they? There's going to be Guardians three. You can't do it with Gamora. But then I start saying to myself, well, but it's set up for Nebula now to step up and take her sister's place, right? However, the other thing I wanted to say before my however is, and... Did Nebula fade away? No. Yeah. And Zoe Saldana is going to be so busy with the Avatar movies. I'm saying to myself, maybe she really isn't coming back for three. Right. However, Soul Stone. In the comics, the Soul Stone is actually the key to people coming back from the dead. And generally speaking, 
the soul stone is a big aspect of it where people have gone into the stone. And that's, it's a whole that's, place. That's actually a very big aspect of Gamora's character very early on in the character's history. In a piece of her is trapped up, in there. Well, now, yeah. yes. But she, all of her was in there at one point for a very long time. And then, so she's been brought back before from coming out of the Soul Stone. Currently, she's realized that from her time there that an aspect of her has been there. So it, currently in the comics, she's been looking for the stone because she wants to free that aspect. But I, I think that the fact that, you know, yes, visually we saw he killed her, he sacrificed her, but he sacrificed her to the stone. He threw her down that chasm. And next thing you know, he has whether the vision, whatever it else it is, you know, and you know, and then we see he got it. We we don't actually physically see him get get the stone, right? You know, so she felt, could have been in there. Well, her her spirit, her soul is in there. All of her. I mean, well, her physical she's been body sacrificed is like, you know, to blood it. Blood so, yeah. her brain. So yeah, I, I feel like that ultimately that that comes back to where I think that that's the key to Kamara. I don't know her. Yeah, I don't know if her body is. In the stone. I mean, that was pretty clearly at the bottom of a pit. But if if what counts is in the stone, well, then she can have well, a resurrection. But even that pit, we, we don't know the whole thing with him there. With it was the Red, the Red Skull. Skull's toilet. Yeah. He, you don't yes. think he pees off of there? There's nowhere to go there. We just don't know what physical aspects, you know, how physical aspects are affected by the stone. How literal being, that planet yes, is. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah, be, being thrown down there can just be a bit of visual representation. You didn't see any of the residents of Vormir. Right. Those little dragon guys. That's right. We didn't see them. Exactly. In the comics. From the comics. Yes. In the comics, they were an alien race, you know, from the Avenger, an Avengers issue. Uh-huh. Um, so, so we got Tom, we got, we got Loki, we got Gamora. And Heimdall. And now we've seen Heimdall, but yeah. Heimdall... I think he's done. I don't think that... It, uh, Idris Elba's a pretty big actor at this yeah. point. But you're, you're going to yeah, see yeah. a Heimdall. I think you will see a Heimdall because... Of the whole Rainbow Bridge aspect of it. Again, if they do that, what we're discussing there it, is a recast. It, it, it's, but I'm saying it's not. An, it's not yeah. an Avengers four. No, it, it's in another no. Thor movie. It's in so, another Thor yes. movie, right? Yeah. And the Warriors three might be another. Yeah, Thor mind movie. you, Stormbreaker, another call out to Beta Ray Bill. So I mean, what other Thor movie do you want? That's what you want. You want Beta Ray Bill, right? Well, with the frog. Frog. Yeah, I want Throg. Thor, the, the Thor as a frog. Well, that's the reason I bring Loki back, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Throg is one thing that hasn't gotten a shout out yet. Yeah. You know, Throg has not gotten a, gotten a shout out yet. But uh, but let's see. Um, Beta Ray Bill. I don't know. I don't see Beta Ray Bill totally coming back and in, coming into a movie. I mean, you saw that shout out of him in the yeah. contest of I, champions, and now you have Stormbreaker, and now we have yeah, his, his, yeah, his yeah, hammer. Yeah. Stormbreaker, his axe hammer, uh, which was awesome, and I love that scene mm-hmm. where Thor missed. He hit with the target, he didn't miss, but he should have gone for the head. He should have gone for the head. Yeah, you know, you leave him dying, and it's just yeah. you know, all he has to do is snap his fingers. That has, was fucking huge. I mean, has he not seen Highlander? Yeah, you gotta cut his head off, dude. Right, and it's what I wanted to see happen on Titan when they're pulling at yeah the the at, at, at the, the gauntlet. I was like, let's get somebody in there to just cut his damn. Arm off! Right. What an amazing sequence! Would have been awesome. That fight sequence on Titan has—it's like—it's like the best boss battle in a video game. It's yep. got different stages to it. And, you and, think that you beat him, and then all of a sudden he pulls a damn moon down on you, and now you're fighting amongst rubble so raining awesome. down. Yes, but but it, it, I fucking it, it, love it, that just, scene. Just, just I, I'm going to use the word choreography because it. I actually don't just mean the actors. I mean literally the idea that the characters choreography 
There's the, like eight uh, the moving fight. parts. Ten, yeah, ten moving and, parts. I mean, even like you know, Star Lord dr dr drops the grenades. Then you know, he he flips the bird and Spider falls Man's back. Spider-Man's doing the magic and, kick. And, yeah, magic and, kick and, with and a Doctor flip. Strange has already opened the portal. Like, it, yeah, it's so great. You know, um, there's I don't want to use the word controversy. I think it's more a question of confusion because some people fan conversation. I, yeah, I, I guess there are people that think that you know that. Or, and I'm sorry, I don't know. I'm not normally this dogmatic, but wrongly interpret the idea that uh, Doctor Strange saved Tony because he changed his mind or some camaraderie thing. And no, that interpretation is absolutely completely wrong. Yeah, it's you know, uh, so, I, I was Doctor Strange a, did not get feelings at the end of the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, I was discussing this with a friend of ours. Um, he with, says, with if Justin. it's between you and that kid right, right. in the stone, I will not hesitate so, to protect the stone. So, 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 so our friend Justin's like, he's like, I don't understand. How can you know? Who would not understand? That what this was about. I said because not everyone watches movies and it's as steeped in comic books and sci-fi as those of us that are and don't recognize that yes he just said he's seen 14 million you know possibilities, possibilities and this was the one and part of that was it wasn't he didn't just suddenly get hard it was the one version was Tony's necessary. Here's something that's key. Notice this. We came off Civil War. Civil War was not wrapped up. The concept of civil war. Right. Okay, the Avengers Cap are broken are still, up. Yeah. All the original Avengers are still alive. Yeah. So the next movie is the original Avengers have to come together again. That hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that's Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, and Cap. And, and, and Hawkeye and, and Black Hawkeye Widow. And, well, you forgot the most important founding members, Ant-Man and the Wasp. I didn't forget them um, because <laughs> they I, were there in Avengers One and Cap yes, wasn't. Yes, yes, I was talking about the movies. Yeah. However, you, but you do make a good point to have Ant Man and Wasp in there, speaking about the comic books. You know, is a big deal. And but and I also saw it as in leaving War Machine alive is the acknowledgement that War Machine was around. First movie. Right. Well, Rhodey was, you know, but I, Iron Man Two, he's War Machine. He actually predates Avengers. So you're so taking this they, all they, back. They, they to killed a off everyone after that. Yeah, the, the of the twelve of the twenty four that were on the cover of that that poster, you saw that that if you look at the Avengers Infinity War poster, there's twenty four Avengers on it. Twelve of them get eliminated. That's still balance. Mm -hmm. It's still Thanos <laughs> doing the balance thing. Like you could go yeah, to the poster and cross out twelve the twelve that disappeared, and there's twelve left. It's kind of brilliant. Um, yeah, I hadn't looked at that. That's interesting. Yeah, I saw it on a website, and I was like, well, that's smart, whether or not they did it on purpose or not. I don't see how they not, they don't do it on purpose, because it felt like this movie but, was but, incredibly engineered. And you see you see my point that they eliminated all the characters that came after Avengers 1. Yeah, I hadn't thought of that, but I think that, yeah, every character that has... Well, not every character, but most of the characters that were created in the after the formation of the Avengers are gone. What character formed after the that was introduced after the formation of the Avengers is still... With us, can you list one? No, let's think about it. Falcon's gone. Falcon's gone. Vision's um, gone. Vision's gone. Is Scarlet Witch gone? Scarlet Witch is gone. Scarlet Witch is gone. Um, Winter Soldier's gone. Um, the Guardians. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they took them out. Except Rocket. Um, Rocket's sitting on the log at the end. Of yes, the that's true. Rocket is still there. Rocket's still there. But they took out Groot. That's so heartbreaking. They took out Groot. Now a lot of people are saying, wait a second, he's the last of his race. How do you take him out? Yeah, Thanos should have skipped that one. <laughs> if he's keeping half of but, the race alive, Thanos probably should have skipped him. But, 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 but did we establish in the movie universe that he is the last of his race? 
But we no, actually not know. But in the comics, he is the yeah, last so, of his race. That's the thing. The, the idea that Thor's saying, by the way, so funny. Unless that, you have that, the cosmic that, gardener that, growing that, new Groot. That but Groot is an elective, you know, in Asgard, so Thor speaks Groot. Wait, say again. What was the joke? Thor yeah, Thor Groot Thor because he Groot, says right. he, it was an elective. Yeah. So it was as if it was like Asgardian college, he yeah. Groot. Yeah. You know? So but that but, entire sequence with him meeting the Guardians is oh, amazing. Oh, it's so funny. First of all, can we just speak about rabbit and tree? Yeah, calling him rabbit and calling him tree. I think what's funnier is Gamora's crush on it is Gamora and Drax's crush. Yes, on Thor. On so Thor funny. and so what funny. it did to Star Lord. Yes, and the whole thing. No, no, you're you're not a man. This is a man. Yeah. Oh, it's you will so not funny. be taking our pods, sir. Um, it's so funny. Drax doing the silent ninja thing. Yes. Fucking hilarious. Oh, it's so funny. Uh, well, by the way, I mean, you know, I was disappointed in Guardians too, and yeah. this actually elevates Guardians too. Mm-hmm. And you, one of the things I struggle with is like when you think about, oh, what do you need to have seen before this movie? Well, you can go into the movie cold, but to really appreciate this movie, you need to have seen everything. And Mantis was a big part of that fight on Titan. Yeah, huge. Yeah, like incapacitated Thanos for a long stretch. And again, yeah, yeah, you know, like if you're wondering what Man- what Mantis adds to the Guardians or to this universe, yeah, that's key. a pretty powerful, very key. Like that's huge. Her power's huge. Um, I, I mean, you knew the, the gauntlet wasn't going to come off. Yeah, it didn't come off. But damn, that was frustrating. Uh, you don't get the shot in Wakanda of the, the whole team running towards camera. That was such a huge part of the advertising campaign. I think that and a with lot the Hulk of, in it. With the Hulk in it. So and, th- there was a sequence where it was cut for the movie. You see how Banner gets the Hulk armor because Tony's on Titan at that at that time. How did how did Hulk, how did Bruce get access to Iron Man's stuff? Probably through Rhodey, but that was a scene that I know was cut. There was also, if you guys look at your mini figs or whoever collects those different collectibles, so, there, there's right, a version of Hulk busting out of the Hulk. So let's discuss armor. this because initially I saw the movie and I was like, and. I had an initial disappointment that that didn't happen. That, okay. Hulk, that Bruce is getting yeah. pounded by yes. Glaive. So, Corvus so, Glaive is yes. the one fighting him, right? So first, let's discuss... No, it wasn't Corvus Glaive. It was the big guy. Who's fighting the Hulk at the end of that movie? Oh, yeah. It's, um, it's the big dude with the new arm. Yes. Oh, um, Corvus Glaive is fighting Vision. Yes, yes. I'm blanking on And loving it. The fact that Corvus Glaive right. and those characters, and like Ebony Ma and those characters awesome. are in this movie yes, are fucking yes. huge. Yeah, I love, I love and that. And Hickman created those Hickman characters? Hickman created those for Infinity. I would have loved to have seen him yeah. get a thanks in the credits at some yeah. point. Well, you saw the big Jim Strong call out. I did. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to say, though, is so, I mean, not to talk down to anyone, but you know, the whole idea of what was going on with Hulk is what we realized, particularly by the time we get to Ragnarok, that Hulk is a child. Hulk's intelligence and emotional maturity is based on how long he's been around as Hulk and how much time he's spent out, right? Mm-hmm. So Hulk's probably, what, six or seven-year-old who's basically kind of a bully. You know, he's sort of like, yeah, I get to beat up everyone and, you know, I'm the strongest because no one hurts me. And he gets his ass kicked. Yeah, he gets so his he's ass kicked. So he's no, like a child is like, he's yeah. just afraid. Hulk's a little kid who's just got just destroyed. Yeah. So he ain't coming out. Um my understanding, and uh, from everything you know, I've read and some industry people I've discussed this with, and it's a little bit odd about that toy, but that toy was designed as a character concept for Ultron. Oh, okay, cool. is what I've been told. Um, and so it, it, it's sort of an odd thing, that, you know, the the trailer that shows the Hulk running with everyone. 
they threw the CGI in there. They they cut that just you know as just a for the trailer. Yeah, it's a misdirect. Yeah. Um. So at least that's what they're saying. The claim is that now they they didn't. They didn't shoot it the other way. They, they didn't, didn't shoot a bunch. So there yeah, was never a brand banner getting bludgeoned no, in the Hulkbuster then finally snapping and coming out of it. No, because what, what they've said is that they intentionally wanted Bruce to man up and do that on his own. Right. That was an intentional decision that they made all along because it's about it's Bruce's moment. Um, I mean, clearly we're going to get the Hulk in the next one, and I think that it's still a big part of the Avengers coming together again. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we know in the next one there's a time travel aspect from set photos we've seen. I don't pay a lot of attention to that stuff, so I'll have to ask you what some of that is. Did you address what you wrote down on the piece of paper? I, I did. Okay. Um, so, so tell me about these set photos. Well, we've seen set photos that seemingly are, we, it looks like it's like, like Cap in World War II and Peggy Carter. I did not know, you know this. And, 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 and also scenes from other movies like The First Avengers and, and Ant-Man's in it. In First Avenger, it we see Ant Man in the scenes. So uh, Hank Pym, Ant Man, or I think Scott, it's Lang? Scott Lang, which is what I think is going to happen. Okay, wait. Okay, uh, map it all out for me. Does, what did you just say? They have set photos out there of basically for Avengers Four that we're seeing things as though it's from the past movies, except that Ant Man's in it. Oh, he's he's going quantum realm style. Yeah, exactly what I think. So the solution to getting back at the so, Infinity Gauntlet. So Thanos does not have the Infinity Gauntlet on his hand at the end of the movie when he's at peace of the bean fields. He's not. I think he's just too purple. Well, we saw it was burnt. It was still burnt. able to use the, the the space stone the right. Tesseract. And so, in reset, in using it there with the snap, clarify it. Like it's it's not clear if it's burned out or it's just a, a huge expenditure of power because clearly the space don't still work. Right. It just disappear, right? Right. So um, you've got this you, you so so now you've got Ant-Man and Wasp and you know they're going to deal with the so, quantum so, so realm the in thing. that movie. Right. We know that Ant-Man and the Wasp takes place fairly soon after Civil War, at least initially. Okay. Okay. Um, we got in this movie, okay, he made a deal for his family as did Hawkeye. So whether he's under some kind of house arrest or something like that's going to be going on. Well, you see him with an ankle monitor in yeah. the trailer for Ant-Man. Right. So that's going to be at least the initial setup. We knew at the end of Ant-Man that he's going to explore the quantum realm war. And, mm-hmm. and we know he's going to save Jenna Van Dyne, Michelle Fiverr's playing her. Mm-hmm. It's not clear to me if saving her means that is she the age she was then and she didn't age you know, or oh did no, she I age think she ages time? in the quantum realm. I'm not sure about no that. idea, but it's the quantum realm. It has well, its own well, physics. Well, the, and its the, own there's rules. a reason I'm asking that is because I don't know if he jumped in, and he's taking her out now, or maybe there is with the quantum realm a time travel aspect. Maybe going in, he got her at some point after. You know, I mean, I don't know that any time's gone by for her. Right, but. I think that he's going to discover that he has an ability to travel in time through accessing the quantum realm. I think that one of the things Marvel's done really well, and it's very intentional on their part, is to not make any one movie tied to another. So when people go, oh, maybe it'll catch up at the end. No, I don't think that's what's going to happen. I think Ant-Man Wasp is going to be its own movie at the end. No, you're not going to suddenly see people disappearing because that would tie it too closely to this movie and it's not a sequel to this movie. Yeah, that has either already happened or it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet yeah. going to that movie because it's right. It's after Civil War. It's, it's before this movie. 
But I thought I, they were releasing these movies in quote unquote real time. No, with the, flashbacks and things like that. No, like, no, have, no. Have they not this done? This is not the first time this has happened. Right, but in like Spider Man, you see the opening of Spider Man taking the, place after Avengers, but then it comes back to modern they day. They did that in that movie, but that's not what Ant Man and the Wasp was going to be. Ant Man and the Wasp does it's not take be after place Civil War. They'll oh. reference Civil War, so I'll have the ankle monitor, but it's going to stand on its own as a movie. Um, I think that the post credit scene just like after the first Ant-Man, will actually be... I don't, it's not going to be something that is necessarily, you know, for the movie. It, it's good, I think it's going to be going to have a, cre- a scene out of, or a piece of a scene out of Avengers 4 that deals with Ant-Man and follows up on the events of Ant-Man and the Wasp. And it'll be something along the lines of him having the ability to use, you know, utilize the quantum realm to travel in time. Probably with Tony coming to talk to him. So there's a scene. So you you've seen some behind the scenes stuff where it's it's first it's Avengers Fox. and Scott's there. Yes, it's fucking awesome. Yes, that's awesome. Founding Avenger. Yes, I told you. Well, at least one of those guys is a founding Avenger. Well, I do not count Cap look, as look, a founding Avenger. The, the the way they dealt with that is we saw in the first Ant Man that the original Ant Man and the Wasp did work for Shield. There's been reference to things having happened before. So there's a version of that where pre the Avengers initiative, it, it's not the Avengers we know, it's a, it's a different version. But it existed. They were doing missions, they were doing things. You know, there was Howard Stark involved, there was Peggy Carter involved. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. So, um, how do you bring these characters back? Do they all come back with a snap? I don't think so. Or do you reset I mean, the timeline? It sounds like a reset of a timeline. That's the question, but the thing is, I think it have, probably has to be the snap in some form. Initially, I was thinking that... How did it, it work in the books? Snap. Silver yeah. Surfer took the gauntlet. Silver Surfer so, takes the gauntlet. Yes, and, and undoes everything. I don't think it, it... It could be something like that, because... Well, not with the Fox merger. It's still... Well, so here, I'm messing so, with you. No, I know. Well, that was the thing. When we heard about the merger, we were like, wow, it's the perfect way... To merge things and do it, but it's too soon. Right. It's, it's not the merge is not done. Hasn't gone you just have to have so. some cameos yeah. of a yeah. do with three yeah. claws. Well, and by the way, even that there's speculation out there they can do a Secret Wars movie and have the different universes. I don't see that happening. Right, I don't. So, talk about how you think this is going to go down. I think I'm I'm guessing that there is some time travel involved now. That yes, like a bit of a reset now with at least Scott warning Cap. There's going to be some about warnings, this. so but I don't think it's going to change events per se so much as maybe it's going to put people in a different mindset, place or mindset exactly. So, so Cap is more vigilant about this time, about the time, about maybe, the uh, space maybe. stone. Maybe. Space stone is I, the tesseract. Yes. So like the, Cap's going to be a little bit more. The, the, the main point is that the fact that they're saying this has happened, they're not going to make it till the whole movie didn't happen. Right. Of course. You know, and well, not of course. I mean. It well, I think that's, that a, simple, that's a cop out. Yeah, exactly. That's crap. Exactly. And we expect more from Marvel. Right. You so know what I mean? It's like going to be more than be, just go, go through flash time point. and change everything. Yeah, exactly. It's not going to be that. Yeah. No offense to DC, but like Flashpoint. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that movie even going to happen at this point? I don't know. I, f- I feel bad for them. <laughs> I feel bad for them. Um,. Because they have great characters, and, because, and, because, and it seems like there's a lack of confidence. Me, you feel bad for them because in a weekend, Avengers Infinity War made more, more money than their movies? <laughs> I just feel like... In, in a weekend. Like, they have great characters, and like, 
man. Dude, in one weekend, it's made more money. Yeah. That's a that's not good committee. This is no. good committee. Yes. Yes. Um, Again, there's so there's so much more that can be said with these characters about the interactions. I mean, can we just talk about Doctor Strange, who's really so? You know, we got a little bit of it in Thor Ragnarok, but now it's like let's just fully realize Doctor Strange throwing the Crimson Bands to Sidorak. It's fucking awesome. You know, the, the Cauldron of the Cosmos. He's using all, all of the it. stuff in the he, comics. He and Wong working together was mm-hmm. so awesome. Um, the fight sequences are awesome in this movie. So, so yeah. great. And um, Doctor Strange is a huge part of it. Spider-Sense. The Iron, the Iron Spider. Spider. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god how many times did you jizz during this movie oh, to be god, honest so did you spend, was it a steady stream or there multiple times like what happened during this I movie I think the movie Over was two one a- long <laughs> nerdgasm you know two and a half hours you saw my tweet from last week yes yes <laughs> pro tip was, go see the movie was, early so you don't have to sit and nerd sort of like you know like, like I think this I feel movie bad whoever a, got your seat no, this movie is a way for, for generally for nerds to achieve tantric sex <laughs> I feel so yeah. bad for whoever sat in your seat after you <laughs> they, they hope they brought something to wipe well, off. Well, FJ was next to me. He took care of it. Oh, God. Oh, oof. It's all in his beard now. Yeah. That's rough. Um, okay, what else do you want to talk about? Because you, if, if, there's going to be some time-bending aspects to what we talked about because of Scott Lang photos. I think so. But that won't be all of it because it's never going to be all that easy. How do we deal with... Thanos. He's obviously not going away. And to me, Thanos was one of the biggest highlights of this movie because I saw him very much as a blank. Going into this movie, I was not excited about him as the prospect of a villain because he was such a blank slate. And now I saw him as such a great character. Well, let's discuss this a little bit. So what was interesting about the movie is, I mean, for lack of a better word, they sort of humanized him. At least we understand Roland killed it. I did feel in the flashback to Titan, I needed more. Because the whole notion is that he's into Malthusian drill, this idea of you know overpopulation, all that, and sure. having to be uh, brought down. Um, we needed more on Titan. Again, this is a quibble, but... Really? Yeah, just saying that, oh, he was right, and you know things were bad. Like, no, you needed to see it. You needed to see really? It. I, I thought so. Things were clearly bad. Did you see what Titan looks like? It was well, fucked. After, yeah, things had to have gotten bad, and then you see it, and it's a bit of a paradise. That's it's not clear to me that that that, that was uh, because of what happened on on you know. He's telling you. After. I don't know. I don't know. I did not need to see more of that. I okay. thought that this character was awesome, and I, and I thought Brolin for having to work through CGI or whatever he was working on through the no, it was, that was amazing. That was phenomenal. That the, performance the, is really great. This is my struggle. My struggle is. For someone who's seemingly killing people and he has the strength of character to do that as a mercy, there's too much reveling in killing, I feel. <laughs> right. He's too much of the bad guy yeah. that does it, you know? Yeah. And he's trained Gamora to be this assassin who kills people. Because like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a little too much of the arch foe thing for someone who's really a good guy in disguise, you know, who's mm-hmm. really doing a kindness, you know? So that, 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 that's a quibble of mine. Um... I still, going back all the way to the first Avengers movie, a huge problem I have is he gave Loki the Mind Stone. And now he spends this whole movie trying to get the freaking Mind Stone back. Right. Like, it's like from the get-go in Avengers, I went, wait, that's the Mind Stone? Why would he be giving it to him? That never made sense. Now, that's not the Russo brothers' fault. That goes back, you know, earlier. It's Joss's fault. Yeah, um... 
which I was never always I was never satisfied with the Avengers those two Avengers movies right. and this for me was the best example of an Avengers movie okay I, here I was so, like holy shit so this let, one let, let's talk a little bit more about the Mind Stone and yeah, I, through it Vision yeah I wanted to talk about Vision um, the scene in Scotland did you yeah. like the Superman 2 callback the Superman 2 callback being they're talking about not going back and all that they're off on their own they left everything behind and so as they're having the conversation and they look up and on the TV this happened and Vision's I have to go back yeah you know, you didn't. That, that was. That yeah, I'm was not so, as familiar. I mean, dude, the last time I saw Superman three was probably fifteen two. years ago. Superman two. Superman two. I call it three because I feel like one and two are the same movie because well, the Donner whole I'm thing with Richard Lester to, to the scene, scene that where, actually where, came out in Superman two. Okay. So I'm referring. To yeah, the not scene, that familiar with it. Referring to the scene in the diner after he's gotten his mortality and they've mm-hmm. left, and he gets his ass kicked, you know, by the trucker Rocky, mm-hmm. and he's you know laying there nursing his wounds. And he looks up, and on the TV, Zod comes on. Yeah, I haven't seen that. Zod, in where, years. when? Oh, yeah, and it's like, yeah, where have you been? Living under a rock. And and, and Lois, so like, you know, you know, you couldn't have known. It's like they knew. They tried to tell me. Yeah. And I wouldn't listen. You know, and I have to go back. So you know? what I love about Vision is I'm going to make another argument. Rocket doesn't only survive that scene at the end. I think Vision survives that scene at the end. I think His Vision head was crushed. I think Vision is in the computer or whatever Surrey was that, doing. Okay. That, that could be. That vision survived. I think that okay. vision... So, so no body, but... but the body not. is crushed. That, yeah. well, that body is fucked. But yeah. he got downloaded. He could get downloaded. Like yeah, okay. he, the, that whole sequence where Surrey's trying to get him mm-hmm. downloaded and she needs a little bit more time, I think it was... At least the majority of it was successful. Okay. And so, I that. so I, I believe that, that vision can be reconstructed in the next film without the body. Well, you know, there's, the there's still the original Human Torch body from the the Expo, oh, the Stark Expo shit. back in the, Oh shit! The Stark Expo Captain and Captain America, America Winter, yeah. like 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 First Avenger. Yeah, you can use that, and then you've got your Vision. Holy shit, Ian! And you know what? They probably won't do that, but probably I but I wouldn't, awesome. and I wouldn't put it past them because some of this shit in this movie was pretty damn clever. Yeah, they Red have. Skull being it, like that's fucking awesome. Um... And Stark has access to that stuff. Yeah. It was the original Stark Expo. Um, so that was what I wanted to say about Vision. Okay, was so that I believe I, he got. So, so I believe he survived more. in the download. I've gone back and forth on this point, and Justin and I were, were, were debating this a bit. And I think yeah, I'll give him credit for for shifting me on this on this point. Because um, I was initially really bothered by this whole idea. Vision actually calls out, "Hey, you should destroy the stone." You know, and one life isn't worth it. And Cap's, no, 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 you know, we're not doing that. And it's like, well, how is it any different than what you did you sacrificed? Right. You know? And it's an interesting thing. I thought to myself, I'm like, how many Wakandans died? Because they just wouldn't go ahead and do that. But I, st- I actually got myself thinking about, like, you know, about politics, about war, about these things. About, you know, like, do you, do you give this thing, you know? And what, what's the right analogy? You know, because it's not giving the thing up. You know, so it's not a hostile situation. It's destroying exactly. it. It's destroying it. Can you, do you actually take the active step of killing somebody, essentially, just to thwart the plans? Right. You know, and at what point is it worth it, you know, to fight and show the defiance, you know? Um, I'm still having some difficulty with that. Like, knowing that they just right then and there should destroy the, the Mind Stone. Once he got downloaded. 
No. That was the plan, Ian. That was the plan. The point is... The plan was have, to destroy the Mind Did they have any business taking the time to do that? Right, at the loss of the Wakandans. They didn't believe that he was going to show up and interrupt the process. They knew that he was going to show up, but, I mean, dude immediately shows up. Cap, we got a situation I, I, out here. I understand. Like, they I probably understand. thought that they had a good hour, well, maybe grab some lunch down at the Wakandan, right. like, like Hilton, get some food, hang out a little bit, hang okay. by the pool... With the white wolf, you know, just yeah, like hang they, out. They have their force field, they're fine. We're yeah, just chilling. Just Oh, uh, looks, the download's complete. Now you can destroy the Mind Stone. As soon, they haven't even started the process when, when Thanos' right. forces show up. You know, it's awesome. And then Thanos, once so, he's done so, with, so, when, once uh, he's done on so Titan, he just transports there. Another little quibble there. So like, oh, she's gone now. You know, now we can go in. Well, if they have the ability to go in any time. I don't know, early. Wait, wait, movie, tell me again. When Scarlet Witch leaves Vision's side mm-hmm. to help out, okay, she's gone now. It's like this whole plan that they know exactly what's happening. Right. That Scarlet Witch is there with the Vision, you know, and then now she's gone, so now we can go in and try to take him. It's like, well, they weren't afraid of going after him before with her. You're right. You know, they You're actually right. kicked her ass until Cap and up. Falcon and The ones Black without power show up. So, <laughs> right. So, if they could have gone in any time, what were they waiting for? Right. Right. That's a good point. You know, they attacked him in Scotland. Why not attack him in Wakanda? They were in a tower surrounded by, like, full of Wakandan soldiers yeah. and this I'm and that. I'm just saying, but, listen, it's a quibble, but, right. you know, that, that bothered me a little but bit. But I am going to side on the, on the side of download complete. Okay. We have got a I vision. Like we have a vision like that. that survived. I see that. He, he see just that. doesn't have the Mind Stone visions there. Okay. Uh, so starting in Avengers four, and we haven't even talked about so Captain Marvel. I was about to say, let's talk about that. The the, the after after yeah, what scene. showed up on the pager. So first, Maria Hill, Nick Fury, awesome, gone. Sends the pager, Captain Marvel symbol. So right before Avengers four comes out, we get the Captain Marvel movie set in the nineties, and we know Nick we'll Fury get that in it. March of next year. Yes, we know that Coulson's in it. Is it March or February? It's in March. Okay. We know that Coulson's in it. We know that Nick Fury. Well, if Disney releases another big movie, they'll move it to February. But we know that Nick Coulson's in it, uh, it as Nick well. Fury and Coulson. Coulson, right? yeah. Uh, I said Nick Coulson. Um, we know that they're in it, and we know that it's the '90s. We may see right. Pym. We may see other characters from that era. Right. That it's Peggy, roughly on his Peggy Carter. Old Peggy Carter. Maybe you know we saw a little bit of it in, in Ant Man. Mm-hmm. Um, but Captain Marvel, if if he calls her in 2018 for Infinity War, where has she been since 1992? That's the question. I mean, three, it's a pager. You would think if she's on Earth that she would have shown up to help with some you of these other things. You think if she's not on Earth, she would have helped out to help. She right. would have shown up to help so, out on Earth. So that's things. the question. So both cosmically on Earth, she's not... She's, she's, whatever it is, that's a setup. We're going to get that answer. And we're going to have scrolls. We're going to have scrolls. Which is, I thought, part of the Fantastic Four property at Fox. Because I thought that Whedon wanted to use them in, in the, in, I, instead that, of the Shatari. I thought that was that originally the case. And at some point, they, you know, there's certain things they were able to share. You know, like, so the like scrolls may be part of them. Yeah, so. so here we go. We're going to have scrolls. We're going to have Captain Marvel back from her vacation of 30 years. Mm-hmm. What do we got? And how does that lead to Avengers 4? And that's the question. Is you know, I think there's some. There's definitely going to be some time travel, but it's definitely going to be a scene of them all coming together. You know, Captain Marvel is going to be part of that. You know, ultimately part of the part of the whole thing. You know, personally, I think with the cosmic aspect of Captain Marvel, it's probably you know, where did Thanos go at the end? 
Right. You know, some random planet. Is she out there? Is she she's going searching that way? for him. She's going to be a very big cosmic presence. So in her movie, is she just fighting the scrolls, or is she going to fight Super Scroll, which is not possible they're, because they're of Fantastic no, Four scroll. elements? Right. But no, like, scroll. like, is there She'll a big fighting the scrolls? Obviously, was there a big a, bad cast? There's going to be a Captain Creed. Marvel. Um, was, it, was there a big actor actress cast? Yeah, Jude Law's in it. Jude Law's in it. So yeah. who could he play? Um, probably um, was it Ron Barr? We also heard that Ronan's coming back in Captain Marvel. That, that so Lee that, Pace is back as the, the villain from the first Guardians. That would be sense because you have to do the big crease. Did I read that correctly? That Lee Pace and Ronan I, I, might I return that, in Captain Marvel because it takes that. place before Guardians One. Clearly, yeah, no, he could definitely be in it. And again, you can do the Cree. I mean. I thought I thought I read that that Ronan yeah. was in Captain Marvel. I mean, which would be sick. It, it wouldn't surprise me if it, if there's an aspect of Kree Skrull War in this movie. In Captain Marvel, yes. And then coming out of that war, we got ourselves a nice little boogie in Avengers Four. Yeah, it's a lot to think about there, Ian. A lot to think about there, Ian. Is this what you think about when you're not like working and hanging out? Like you think about these movies. Um. I'm not mean, punking you. You know the audience does too. Yeah, yeah. You know I think about this shit. Yeah. This is what we do, Geekscapists. Yeah. We I think mean, about we, this we stuff. We talk about it. We debate it. We dissect it. In the entire time, for the most part, I believe that we are batting a 50-50 on Marvel surprising us. Sometimes it works out the way that we predicted. Sometimes they go above and beyond and surprise us. Yeah. And dude. Fortunately, it's only a year. This past weekend, they knocked it out of the park. And they I think did. we saw that on every level. They knocked it out of the park. This movie, um, I walked out of this movie, which I saw Friday morning by myself, and was asked if I liked it, and I said, this movie is a masterpiece. Mm -hmm. This is my favorite Marvel film. It does everything right. It is, it just felt like I was turning pages, just cranking through it. It was so much fun. the, The conversation about, you know, where the soul is in this movie, well, it's Thanos. Because it's Thanos' story. Yeah. And the, by the way, and that's the great thing at the end is, is Thanos will return. Mm-hmm. You know, in the, in the past, you don't know who the else is going to return. The Avengers will return. So, no, Thanos will return. Yeah. We got a goal-oriented storyline. It's not a twenty-minute. It's not two and a half hours of meat cutes. Mm-hmm. No, but it's not. You're trolling. Um, Geeks gave us. This is not a two and a half hour podcast. These things come to come to a close. Again, if you enjoy this show, share it, subscribe. Tell, your, tell all your friends about it. Leave a review on iTunes. We've gotten a lot of reviews recently, um, and I really do appreciate it. I believe it helps our visibility. If not, it just makes me feel good. Um, so if you enjoy Ian and I's episodes, we got another one coming up for Solo, I believe. I think we need to do Solo. Should we yeah. include FJ? What, what, what about Deadpool 2? we got to do Deadpool 2, and then we got to do Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yep. Geeks gave us, we got we a, quite a it. few episodes to come with these specials because it's summertime. And, of course, we're going to be in Com- at Comic-Con uh, this summer. If you come draw by the booth if you guys are there. Um, but, till then, we have a ton of Geekscapes coming out. We can talk about you getting a room after this episode. I'm so sorry. I need a room we, after the movie. Dude, <laughs> you need a room during the movie. Um, Geekscapists, again, tell your friends about the show. We uh, are loving it. And we got a lot of... Uh, we just got a lot of momentum. We're doing good on the Geekscape. Um, so share, share, share. And your friends will be like, oh my God, how did I never hear about this episode, this show before? I love it. The same way you're saying that right now. Um, because if you just listened to an hour of us talking Infinity War, I'm guessing you enjoyed it. Um, 
Yeah, and you know what? If you, if you final like stretch. final stretch, go through the um, last couple episodes. Keep enjoying the show and check out Ian on Twitter. Befriend him on Facebook. You can always see him chatting it up in the Geekscape Forever group on Facebook. And um, that's that. Oh, that's him. that's the other actually one little nugget about the title for the next one. Avengers Forever. It could be called Avengers Forever. It's probably not going to be called Infinity Gauntlet, which was our previous yeah. guess. Yeah, Avengers Forever is making sense. Avengers Forever sounds awesome. Yeah, because and that was a comic story that was very mm-hmm. cosmic. Mm-hmm. And it's four, so it's not doing the stupid Batman Forever And thing I don't think you can movie. call it Avengers Assemble? No, it won't be bad. It's too late for that. Yeah. It's too late for that. You, can't do that. you can't do that in the fourth movie. Avengers Forever would make a lot of sense. Yeah, you can't do that in the fourth movie. It's like in, in X-Men 3 when it was well, like, I don't remember, teach at this school they, anymore. They like doing the callback to... to Comic arcs, sure. and then not actually doing the that story, right? So I, I think Avengers Forever. It sounds good. Yeah, it sounds good. Um, we just got to stay alive until then, folks. All right, let's let's give it another year, and I hope you guys are with us because we'll be here. All right, knock on wood. I'll look both ways crossing the street. Okay, Geekscapist. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. <laughs>